Hello everyone, welcome back to Oneg Shabbat. Today we will be discussing Parashat Turma. In Parashat Turma, we move on to discuss the Mishkan, the Mishkan Vekelar. Parashat Turma discusses mostly the Mishkan. Parashat Tetzaveh goes more towards the Kohanim. What I want to focus on is one specific mitzvah which you find in Aron Abrit, and that mitzvah has to do with the Badim of Baron. Every single Kli had Badim, meaning the Badim meaning the long wooden poles. They had those long wooden poles in order to enable them to move through them through the desert, meaning obviously they had to carry them through the desert. Desert, those were thought the Badim were for. But only in the Aron we find a very special mitzvah. Which means in the Aron, the Aron has the Badim, the Badim are inside of the poles, the Tabot are the rings which the poles go inside. You are not allowed to take out the poles out of the Badim. Now this may have caused trouble afterwards in uh, Bait Rishon and Shini, depending on the size of Kodesh or Kodeshim, how the Kohen was able to get Miben Shnei Abadim. With the Paruch it was a little difficult, but more than that, why Why is the Torah telling us this Tzivui? What's the point of Tabeot Aron, Niyu Abadim, Le'asur Mimeno? This isn't something in Tzitam, it's Mamashim Mitzvat Lo Ta'aseh, the Rambam et Posek in Sefer HaMitzvot, in Asen Yichod Kla Mikdash, and if someone takes the badim out, so the question is why? Why does the Aron have this special mitzvah? I just want to offer that maybe it comes to show the Torah is always dynamic, the Torah is always ready to move, the Torah isn't there specifically in one place. But what I want to show is maybe that there's something bigger that has to do with this through a different story in Tanakh, and that is the story of Peretz Uzzah. In Shmuel Bet and Perek Hei, in Perek Vav, sorry, we learn about um, David bringing the Aaron to Yerushalayim. So we know that he tried doing it two times. The first time he tried, it failed. Uzzah ended up dying. The Aaron did not make it to Yerushalayim. The second time he tried, he succeeded and the Aaron was able to make it to Yerushalayim and everything went well. Now obviously the question is, what changed between the first and the second one? We compared these two. Why was the first um, why was the first try unsuccessful while the second was successful in bringing Aaron a breed? So different um, interpretations have been brought in this. Some have said that maybe the first one was a little too wild. The second one, the second hala, was less wild. There were more olot, meaning they were, they were able to be happy, but remember midat ha'yira. But one important thing to notice the difference between them is to notice where the aron is. The aron in the first time which the aron was brought up in, during the failure, it says in Perek Vav Pasu Gimel, and from there, and Uzzah was riding the agala. The agala seemed to have some sort of a problem. It looked like it was falling off. Which means the, agala, the Aron seemed to be falling off of the Agala. Uzzah has to put his hand, touch the Aron, and he is killed. Now, the question is, why did they go against the Torah? The Torah itself says, Now, Rav Samet, an interesting ma'amar about this parasha, says more than that. He claims the mitzvah, the whole point of that mitzvah is to make sure, which means the reason you keep the badim inside is to make sure that it's taken in such a fashion that it's not put in Agalah, but put on the shoulder, that it's essential to be put on the shoulders. But David and Am Yisrael make a mistake during this first time, they put it on an Agalah. It's very, it's, it's an interesting place. We have an agala, we have a carriage. On the carriage we see the Aron that has the Badim inside. It's able to be carried, but it's not carried. Instead of that, it's brought inside the agala against the Lava Meforash Batorah. The second time that David tries bringing it, then we see it's something completely different. We see in Pasuk, Yudaled, David, Mecharker, Bechol Oz, David Avush, Efod, Bad. 
And before that, it says um, in Pasuk Yud Gimel, "Vayiki Tzadu Nosei Aron Adonai Shishat Tzadim Ba'izbach Shor Umri." We see here how do they take the Aron the second time? They take it on their shoulders. People are carrying it. They're taking it the way that it should be taken. It is just a technicality. It just does. There was a mitzvah to carry bakatef. They didn't carry bakatef, and therefore something bad happened. Or is there something deeper here? I'd like to share a beautiful idea I heard from a Mashir from Rav Samet. And Rav Samet said the following. Thing. He said when the Aron is carried in an Agala, it seems to be that the Agala itself is also something significant, meaning the Agala gets its own kind of ma'amad, it's a beautiful carriage. It seems to be that the Aron is carried by something that's significant. But when you carry the Aron on the Katef, when you put it on your own shoulder, what you're showing is the Aron en od milvado. What you're showing is that the Aron doesn't have anything else carrying it, the Aron does not need anything, the Aron is there by itself, it is not dependent on anything. Now, Obviously, the Aron is the climax of the Mikdash. It's inside Kodesh HaKodeshim. Miben Abadim only go there once a year. The Aron is the center of Beit HaMikdash. That is the most important part of Beit HaMikdash. What the, uh, the idea of uh, the Aron being only taken on shoulders and not being taken in the Agala comes to show that the Mikdash, the Shekhinah, Hashem, are not dependent on anything. The Aron, the Torah, Hidgarut HaShekhinah are not dependent on anything. People carry them because that's the way that people show that this is what it is and there's nothing else and it's not dependent on anything. If you put the Aron in an Agala, it becomes dependent on the Agala. When you put it on the shoulders, you put it, it comes to show, just like a king is being carried, it shows the Kabbalah of the Marut, it shows that you take the Aron, it shows that you accept the Aron as the superior. Should you accept the Samchut of the Aron and obviously what the Aron symbolizes, which is the Torah, the Hidgalut, and Hashem. So when you take the, put it in an Agala, what you're showing is you're showing that the Aron is dependent on something else. The Aron is dependent on the Agala. It seems to be that the Kedusha is dependent on something. And that is exactly is the problem. The problem is when you carry it not in your Katev, you don't realize that Hashem does not need anything, but rather you need Hashem. And that's something very critical throughout the throughout Binyan Mishkan is to remember that Hashem does not need this. As Shlomo himself said when he built Beit HaMikdash, Hashem does not need the house. Hashem does not need this. This is symbolized with the fact that the Aron, the height, the climax of the Mishkan is carried Bakatev and not carried through an Agala. And that may have been the mistake that was made the first time with David. David takes up the Aaron, he thinks the Aaron maybe will help him solidify his place as the king. It's brought in a gala. There are other purposes. That's why it failed. The second time the Aaron is brought, Bakatef, the Aaron is brought because of the Aaron. The Aaron is brought because the correct place for the Aaron is to be in Yerushalayim, to be in a Makom Asher Yivchar Hashem. And that is the sole purpose. The Aaron does not need the king, the king needs the Aaron. And that's why Bakatef Fisal, that mitzvah, comes to symbolize exactly that. Comes to, to symbolize the Hashem is not dependent on us. We are dependent on Hashem. We carry it directly on us, just as the king was carried in the, in the ancient days, to show that we accept Hashem, that we accept the Shekhinah, that we accept the Torah, is something that leads us, and not Khalila, that uh, the Hashem needs us, but rather that we need Him. Shabbat Shalom, everyone.